Welcome to the Get Healthier Podcast with Rena Jadhav, who's on a quest to uncover breakthroughs and cures in living longer, healthier, and happier. Genetic testing, stem cells, rattling, talking to Silicon Valley geniuses and the best doctors in the world about the hottest products and programs to make you live an amazingly joyful life. Are you ready? Now, here's your host, Rena. Hello and welcome. I'm Rena, and you are about to hear insights and innovations on how to live longer, healthier, and happier. Today, I am chatting with Dr. Hubert Zajek. Hi, Hubert. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rena. So, Dr. Zajek is the CEO and co-founder of Health Wildcatters, which is based out of Dallas. He is an MD, and he decided to um, spread his knowledge by helping other startups succeed in healthcare. Health Wildcatters is an accelerator based in Dallas. They have helped 42 early stage healthcare companies graduate and have a very large network of mentors, significant network of investors. I'm super excited to have you on this morning. Tell us a little bit about your mission. Why did you start Health Wildcatters? Well, thank you, Rena. Thanks again for having me. Um, I, um, my, my personal background in healthcare uh, science and then uh, business kind of led me down that path. And um, at a healthcare accelerator, you get to translate between the, the, the world of, of science and, and, uh, and uh, commercializations of business and science. And that's a, that's a world that doesn't have a lot of translators, if you will, um, mm-hmm. want to say it that way. So uh, I loved startups, discovered that in business school, and then it was a natural fit. In our region, we didn't really have anyone uh, that played in that space, and there's a huge need uh, in the early stage uh, startup world to, to get help. It's hard enough to get a startup started, yes. twice as hard to do it in healthcare. Absolutely. Why is that, by the way? For those of our listeners who don't realize how hard it is, please share, what, what is it that makes it so hard to do a startup in healthcare? Absolutely. So... So uh, if you look at uh, the average age of the people that start startups, um, probably would be thinking of a 20-something doing something in, 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 uh, uh, in a, in a, with a new novel idea. In healthcare and in our cohort, it's much more likely to be the persons in their 30s or, or, or even 40s. And the reason is that the, the obstacles in healthcare, the regulatory burdens of the uh, FDA, uh, the rules around patient uh, data, privacy, uh, AKIPA, uh, and, and a myriad of other laws and rules and regulations make it a lot more uh, difficult to get a, car, a startup funded and also to get it started. So when you develop um, an idea and you say, this is really cool, let's, now, let's, let's go sell it, chances are that your customers, after you've gone through all the, these processes, your customers are going to be hospitals or big corporations. Uh, and you're once again dealing with now long sales cycles and um, molds that are hard to break. So uh, th- there is a very, very significant burden for healthcare startups um, to break into markets. And there is also the mantra of first do no harm in medicine. And so there is a, a good amount of skepticism towards anything new in, in the actual um in the actual entrenched uh, practitioners' uh, worlds, and so that's where that's where these startups need to break in, and they need to get the ear of someone. So, a lot of mm-hmm. different things come together. It's much more likely for that person to have a healthcare background, and that's why they are a little bit older, 
uh, or a little bit more experienced, if you will. Got it. Now, where are you investing with the Wildcatters, and how does that tie into what is your vision around the future of healthcare? Well, uh, personally, having been trained as a physician, and both my dad and granddad were, um, it's what motivates me personally is to reduce uh, and eliminate pain and suffering, uh, and to allow people a uh, a good quality of life. Uh, I, I know that we Very could noble. be talking about can you live forever and those type of things, but but uh, but that's really what motivates you. If, if you, especially if you see people and you deal with people who are suffering, uh, then then you will understand that that's um, that's going to be um, the, the prime motivator. And so, where are you investing? So, are most of the companies oh, sorry, yeah. that you're in, investing in? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that there was a second part to the question. So uh, we are um, about about half in healthcare IT, digital health, uh, that's software, and then uh, another uh, quarter or so in medical devices, um, both invasive and non-invasive devices, and the rest are consumer health goods, um, tech-enabled services. We even have a pharma company. It depends on um, who. Uh, we can connect with, and if we later talk about the characteristics of a good entrepreneur or opportunity, uh, sometimes it's a, an unusual one, and we're willing to look at anything. Uh, our backgrounds are in healthcare, not in software, and so if something cool comes our way that we get to look at and we see our, ourselves able to help that startup and make an impact, then uh, we will uh, consider taking them in. Mm-hmm. Now, you've graduated 42 startups. What are the areas of innovation that you are most excited about? Where do you um, think we can actually so, see change? Mm-hmm. Say that again. Where can we actually see change? Because, like you rightly pointed out, healthcare is so tough. There's a lot of failures, but where where are you actually seeing some success? Absolutely. So um, our startups literally tackle almost every aspect of medicine, as you can imagine. And the only uh, limitation right now is that we only have 42, uh, and there are so many more problems to be solved. Um, the, the, the big, you know, the big trends that, that I'm excited about are our genetics and and and, and literally um, allowing people to discern a life plan and then tackle the, the little things that happen along the way or the big things that happen along the way, but really starting with um, whole genome sequencing. Um, on, on the startups that, that, that we have, uh, they tackle in a, almost every organ system on the device side and then on the, on the IT side, uh, a myriad of, of problems that most of um, your listeners probably can relate to at least some of these. So um, some have to do with simple things like finding the right place for your parents to um, uh, to, to go to long-term care and, and trust the source that refers you. Uh, or it could be uh, an, a device like a non-invasive glucometer company that um, allows you not to stick yourself when you, when you test your, your blood sugar. So it, it, it literally uh, opens up all avenues of innovation. Okay. Well, let's get to the exciting part of, of this interview, which is tell us about the one or two startups that are going to help us live longer. What oh, are you sure. excited about there? Yeah, so and, and, and I'm going to refer to the ones that, that I'm most familiar with, which are the ones mm-hmm. in, in, in our um, accelerator. Um, wh- one that, uh, that, is, that is really cool, mo- most of your listeners will have experienced this, um, 
uh, when you go to the doctor, they'll look in your eye, they shine a light in your eye, and uh, most and, and that takes a, in a two split seconds, and you always wonder what the heck have they actually seen in there. Right. And I think most of them <laughs> wouldn't admit, but not much. Uh, you can you know can make a quick assessment if you're really good, but most most aren't really uh, taking a lot of time for that. Now the truth okay. is when you when you study the back of your eye, if, so if you have have an eye exam done and, and uh, the, had a retinal scan done or documented, there's a lot more that you can see. It is literally a, 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 an inside look into your vascular system. Uh, and um, most people look at the eye for glaucoma or for, um, uh, for diabetes, but, but there are many, many other diseases that could be diagnosed. So one of our startups um, literally has developed um, very sophisticated software that can uh, aid in those more obscure diseases to to recognize them early and to use something. This is also important because we're all you know we're all spending more and more money. But use something that's already there. I mean, there are millions exactly. of retinal scans already out in circulation. They could just be scanned and looked at, and we'd find some some people's um, problems earlier. So that's that's really exciting on um, on uh, longevity. Is this company? Live, FDA approved. This, where, so, where oh, is the mm-hmm. yeah, this one is 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 fairly new. They they came through our latest cohort. They are in in trials with a a variety of um, of uh, academic centers, uh, and are are getting um, you know, bundles of data from them to run run them through their data sets. But they have of course verified the ability to do this uh, already. So now it's a function of who wants to take advantage of this uh, tech, uh, technology. So as a patient, can I go to my doctor and say, I want that new retinal scan, or can I come to you, come to the startup's website directly? How does so, the listener uh-huh. of the show get access? Yeah. So this one is still in development for, for, okay. for, for public use. It's not, it's not accessible yet. But uh, I do think that uh, one first step could be, you know, as an empowered consumer, you could... Um, uh, for instance, get uh, your uh, data. So get your retinal scan data. It's something you might not think about. You might walk home with your MRI or your uh, or, or, or your X-ray or, or I don't know, you know, other test results. But you probably have never asked to have your retinal scan data. It's a digital file, and um, you know, th- there's there's a lot that could be done with it. So it'd be something to have it, and when this becomes available, you could engage or request the test. Um, so it's. You know, it's part right. of being an empowered healthcare consumer. We will track the company and um, keep everyone who signed up for the podcast updated on when it goes live. But what a what a great point! Get your retinal scans while you're at it. Um, keep them keep them ready. Okay, next one. What startup? What startups are you excited about in the living healthier space? Sure. Um, uh, there, there's there's one that that I, that I in particular like um, that uh, is called Dynafit, and it's 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 a true um, you know, tr- um, patient turn entrepreneur story. Uh, this uh, CEO of this company has a uh, a son with cerebral palsy and deals with um, a myriad of tests that have to do with uh, strengthening muscles and muscle control. So she developed a um, a uh, basically an EMG that's mobile, and a lot of your listeners that have had these problems will 
I've seen this before. It's usually uh, like a suitcase size instrument at the hospital with lots of wires coming out of it. It's kind of like an EKG machine. It's big and clunky. And now imagine that that's replaced with a single puck the size of a, uh, uh, you know, um, not even a coaster, but maybe a matchbox. And it has no tethers and it connects to your, to your cell phone. And so our son now can play games. Um, and they're, and they are shipping, by the way, they are on the market. They just got their FDA approval. Um, but can play games on the, um, cell phone. And the, the tasks are to, uh, move things around on the cell phone screen. And your control is the muscle through that device that sits like with the sticky pad on your, let's say your biceps muscle. So every time you move the muscle, uh, let's say a ball jumps or moves in a certain direction. Uh, and the, uh, the outcome is that the person that does these repetitive and boring tasks actually has fun doing it, uh, is more concentrated on doing it right and, uh, can, can get better muscle control in, um, in, in the long run. So, uh, there are many other applications for this, including people who would like, you know, to train certain muscles for other reasons that they haven't explored yet. So optimizing, Exciting. Um, um, optimizing athletes and, and so forth. So um, they're at the very beginning. They just got FDA approved last week and they are shipping this week. So they are very, very excited. That is exciting. Congratulations on the, on the FDA approval. I know that's a complicated, long process and expensive. So that's yeah. definitely a, a great win. Now, we were talking earlier about things like um, diabetes, heart, um, in the same genre of living healthier. Tell us about a startup that's doing something around diabetes, around heart. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So, so uh, we, you know, we are a, a function. The, the companies that, that um, we partner with are a function of the companies that were out there looking for accelerators, looking for the help that we can provide. And um, we are lucky to have uh, found one startup that deals in stroke prevention. Uh, there, uh, this is uh, the stories behind these startups are just as fascinating as the startups, by the way. I mean, this is a a couple of young biomedical engineers out of um, Georgia Tech that um, are developing technology uh, that blocks a something called the cardiac appendage in your in your heart. And uh, the reason that is important is when, whenever you hear about people having strokes, uh, well, those little blood clots have to come from somewhere. And um, you may have heard that people have atrial fibrillation, they, uh, meaning that the, 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 um, um, the atrium of the heart doesn't contract properly. And that's a condition where you usually are being put on Plavix or aspirin uh, to avoid the formation of clots. But there are a lot of patients or, or Coumadin. A lot of patients um, cannot um, take those medications or don't want to take those medications. So you can also, if you think of this like a little eddy, it's literally like an eddy in a river, mm-hmm. you can also just close it off surgically. Uh, this is a, 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 um, a procedure that can be done without uh, cutting the sternum open. So it goes through three arteries, just like a catheter would be placed, and they can go in and and close it off. This procedure is being done right now with other technologies that have, um, some of them have major shortcomings. So theirs is very innovative and new and, and, and really cool. And so there's a very significant amount of people that, um, uh, that can be served with that. And that's, uh, it's a great story. So they're, they're in development right now. They're not on the market yet, 
Um, okay. uh, there are other surgical options for patients right now available that cannot take uh, blood thinners, um, and um, and theirs is in development, should be out in a couple of years or so. Exciting. All right, what the about... Diabetes, you asked about diabetes. Yeah. So uh, a startup that we have that um, went, uh, went through our program uh, called Socrates Health. The other one was called Flow MedTech, by the way. Um, and they're all on our webpage. Um, but uh, Socrates Health develops a non-invasive glucometer. So if you have diabetes or you know someone who's got, who's got diabetes, you've seen them stick their fingers many times a day. Yes. And there are so many efforts out there um, trying to solve uh, all the little problems associated with diabetes, whether it is testing or having an insulin pump or uh, the conference we both attended, we saw somebody talk about an artificial pancreas. So one one approach could be something like this device that basically um, is just placed on your ear and uh, measures uh, blood glucose. And uh, the gentleman that's developed this um, has functioning prototypes and can demo it. And it's, it's just amazing when uh, you have patients who have to do this every day all the time. And all of a sudden they're looking at, well, I could just put this on my ear for a minute and get the same results. So um, it's a huge breakthrough, both on the convenience side, on the suffering side, but also on the compliance side, because you could do this in a lot more, do it almost continuously, like some of the invasive uh, uh, technologies that are out there. So very excited about that. Not on the market yet, in development, but um, literally myself seen it, um, seen it placed and it's, Pretty amazing to see the prototypes. When will that be ready for prime time? That, that's that's a that's a big question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think I mean I think it would be at least two years before it is oh, um, okay. before it is out. Okay. But um, you got me all excited. I have so many nope. friends who have diabetes and are and including my mother-in-law and. Boy, would they be excited if they didn't have to constantly prick themselves all day. I know. Everybody wants to steal his prototypes and use them. <laughs> <laughs> you probably so, have detail, bodyguards, yeah, protection. Almost, yes. Um, it's, it's, um, it's, um, it's understandable. It is, I mean, no, that's just the truth. It's understandable. People suffer. People hurt. Uh, if there's a solution for something like that, you, you want to get behind it and um, that's ultimately at the core of what accelerators do, including ours. I mean, let's help early stage startup with promising new technologies through that value of death, through that seed capital round that's so hard to get. And no, uh, let's so give them true. a fighting chance to, to get their products out on the market and reduce human suffering. So moving to living happier. In fact, the last startup will help a lot of the diabetes patients live happier, but Talk yeah. about a startup that's going to help us, our listeners, live happier. <laughs> well, I got one that's, uh, that's, that's uh, I think you'll appreciate too. That's, um, uh-huh. that's pure wine. And uh, so, so, so this is also our most, I want to say, out there uh, startup as, as, as far as the healthcare context goes, because <laughs> we'd have to start with the premise that you should have a glass of wine a day, which is. Uh, certainly been said many times and That's considered right. bene- considered beneficial. Uh, it's not exactly uh, a condition if you can't have a glass of wine, but uh, but a lot of people cannot because it's very common that you have um, migraines exacerbated by brought on by having just a single sing- single glass of wine. 
Uh, and I, I personally have the same problem too, actually. So I've stopped drinking wine. And what, what's behind all that is that people are sensitive to the sulfites, which are the preservatives, and the histamines, which are just a byproduct of the wine production in the wine. And so it's just not going to be a cure. Sorry, everyone in college, uh, tune, tune out now, because it's not a cure for drinking two bottles of wine. You'll still have a hangover. No guarantees Damn on it. that. But, yeah, so, sorry. But if, if you're one of the people that has a glass of wine and has a migraine the next day and therefore has stopped drinking wine, uh, this, um, um, it, think of it like a, a, as a little tea bag with some, you know, some, uh, you know, some substance in there. And you would simply put it in your glass of wine and throw it around a couple of minutes and it filters out the, the sulfites and histamines. And wow. uh, so people can enjoy the wine. Uh, and, all, you know, it's also sometimes a social setting. You just don't want to be, well, you want to have a glass of wine. Everyone else has a glass of wine. It's, it's not like, you know, you, you know, um, willing or able to drink. It's just you don't want to suffer the next day. And so they are on the market. It's called Pure Wine. They're selling online. They're selling on Amazon. And they're selling uh, regionally here in, in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth region. It's amazing how many people actually have this problem. It's, um, it's huge. It's huge. It's a double digit. It's, I want to say it's a third. I don't want to misrepresent it, but it's at least double digit percentage. It's, 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 it's a lot of people. You're going to make a lot of my personal friends very, very happy. Um, we will be posting the name and the link for purchase All on right. our show notes as well as on Healerpedia and on the Heal Circle uh, store because I can tell you that of all the startups you've mentioned, um, this is the one that's going to have the highest sales for sure out of this podcast. <laughs> it's done uh, extremely well in the first two rounds of raises and and his biggest problem right now is to keep enough product on the shelves. It, it really is a, a, um, a winner. So, he, so how he, are he's selling? mostly fighting with operational issues, which is exactly. a whole other deal. I and mean, how do you go from 10,000 units to producing 100,000 or a million? I mean, it's, it's, those, are, you know, those, are, those are real problems, good problems. But. <laughs> are they selling directly online? Like can someone just go to Amazon or is it only yes. through their website? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're okay. selling through Amazon. They're selling on their website. Um, and what is the name again? It's called Pure Wine. Pure Wine. Okay, perfect. And we I'll, will we will post the link out. All um, the um, URLs on our webpage um, for all okay. these startups. Okay, perfect. Well, I know um, we've got just a couple more minutes left. Um, as, as you look at the landscape, I mean, which generation do you think is going to benefit the most? I mean, is it going to be us, the, the mid-40s? Is it going to be the mid-50s, the mid-60s? Is it going to be more like our kids? Who do you see benefiting the most from the, the big innovation disruptions that are coming? Vader Splash Health was a great conference to see some of those things as well. Um, but but yep. who's going to benefit the most? Absolutely, sure. I mean, it's, it's going to have to be um, Generation Z. We had a, a panel, we have Dallas Startup Week here this week, so there's two two or more events uh, just on the healthcare track every day. And it was all about intergenerational communication in uh, amongst healthcare uh, startups and, 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 and healthcare um, people working in healthcare ecosystem. And so um, uh, Generation Z, which is, I guess, born after 97, so they're 20 years old now, is, um, is going to have to be the one that benefits the most because if you can, uh, you'll have the benefit of the knowledge of, um, of today, medical knowledge doubles in uh, less than a year now, 
It is absolutely stunning, the amount of data that's out there. And so they will have a chance to um, uh, impact their lives early uh, with some of the findings that just, you know, we're just finding out. I think genetic testing, like whole mm -hmm. genome testing will be um, normal for, for newborns in a few years. And um, I think I would foresee someone as having kind of a life plan developed. You get your, your initial um, um, testing done, and then obviously you'll have some red flags and things that you're going to have to look out for in your life. And um, you're going to want to have some more testing on that because it's not all genetics, as we all know. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of other factors coming into play too. But there'll be, yeah, there'll be, there'll be like, you know, uh, 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 somewhat of a, a, a blueprint. And then you, as new discoveries are made along the way, together with um, you know all, all the things that go on in your life, you would revise those and uh, build in the new findings uh, into your um, into your plan, and um, and or have discoveries that had been not, not known. So there's the majority of information we just don't know what it means yet, right? That's in our DNA and. Every day, there's more information being uncovered. Then it takes another period of time for that to become useful. And then it takes another period of time for us to develop um, solutions for those, um, those situations. So uh, yeah. as you can imagine, as this plays out, um, people will uh, have the most benefit having had this information as early as possible. So I, so I would say that's a, that's a good start, but... Um, but then we also worry about Gattaca-like uh, situations where right. we all pick our genes and discriminate right. against the ones that don't after our genes yeah. and whatnot. So. Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to be the average lifespan of the Generation Z today as we look look down the road and see all these amazing things like you know artificial organs and stem cell and regeneration? What do you think is going to be the average lifespan of an average American? <laughs> I am... Definitely not qualified to answer that question. I I think it I think there's there is some incredible potential in the next fifty or hundred years to have um, just quantum leaps of uh, lifetime expectations mm -hmm. extensions um, with spare parts and 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 genetic information. Mm -hmm. So I I think there are some some very very significant um, uh, potential changes. I also think that there will be a very, very big um, stratification amongst who can afford that and who can't. I mean, just exactly. like we have today. So, you know, it's, it's going to be good and bad because um, some people might afford to be able to afford to do some of this. Um, so we'll, we'll, um, we'll have to be well-grounded when we, once we have these type of options to, to decide what it is we really want. Absolutely. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much so much, Hubert, for your time, for your insights. And we are going to be posting all the links um, to those listeners who are excited about some of the technologies that uh, Hubert mentioned today. And we'll also provide a link to Wildcatters in Dallas and how to reach Hubert. Thank you so much again for your time. Really appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you. Have a, have a great day. Thank you so much. That's a wrap. Share your love with a five-star review and get show notes at healthbootcamps.com. Connect with us on Health Bootcamps Facebook and Twitter. Also, don't forget to check out other great interviews and subscribe to the Get Healthier podcast today.